You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of JM Sunday here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Matis Weingast with you from now until 9 a.m. East Coast time here in the U.S. of A. It is Sunday, October 28, 2012, the 12th day in the month of Cheshvan, 5773. And in this part of the world, it is going to be a stormy next couple of days with uh, Hurricane Sandy moving up the eastern coast and hitting us somewhere around uh, tonight. The winds are going to start already today, but it'll be hitting us tonight into tomorrow, and the worst weather, it seems, will be some point tomorrow into Tuesday, and hopefully Wednesday, clearing up and uh, cleaning out. It's going to be a tough uh, tough couple of hours. We're going to give you a... Uh, a little storm update later on in the show, and some safety tips, which are good anytime, any place there's a storm, and high winds. And uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Today we have a packed show with a lot of music, of course. Rabbi Goldwasser coming up at 7.30 with Morning Chizuk. And following Rabbi Goldwasser for about half an hour between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, we are going to be playing nonstop Shlomo Kabach music. That is in commemoration of Shlomo Kabach's 18th yard site, which is coming up this week, Wednesday night, into Thursday. We'll tell you about the programming that Nachum is going to have starting on JM and the AM and going throughout the stream. And uh, at 8 o'clock this morning, we're going to be joined by Ahuva Gray, who has a very interesting life story and has been on the lecture circuit in this area for the last uh, few weeks and we'll be continuing so we'll speak with her at 8:30 Rivka Abbey will be talking about her new show upcoming on the Nachum Siegel network on the stream and uh, lots of music filling in between now and nine o'clock you can reach us now by sending me an email if you wish or posting on Facebook but you can send me an email to matis at nachomsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S at nachomsegel.com if you have some birthday wishes, engagements, anniversaries. Uh, if you request a song, we'll try to get it on. And any announcements that you have. Remember, if you have any announcements, go to the community calendar at nachomsegel.com. You can put in your own event and uh, promote it. There are a lot of things going on today. We'll try to hit some of those. Later on, let you know about them if you have some things to do today. It's the 25th page in Shabbos, Dafyomi, for those who are following that. And uh, it's so far a bit cloudy morning, but it's mild. It's 58 degrees here in uh, in New Jersey, where the uh, where these luckily the <laughs> I don't have to travel too far to get to the uh, Nachum Siegel Studios to do the show this morning, so so it's pretty good. Uh, saying hello to everybody who is not in this area and who can just sit back and, and watch this storm approach. But it's going to be uh, it's going to be a doozy, I think. So they say. Well, back to music. We opened up, of course, with Moda Ani by Regesh. Here is from the new Sinai Sound Nagila on JM Sunday.
Jewish music news and information? Sure you do. That's why you're listening to JM24. Make sure to support JM in the AM for another year. Go to the webpage right now and pledge away at jmintheam.org.
Live at a wedding, Yaakov Petro here on JM Sunday. Actually, that was uh, that was Harachaman uh, from uh, Shlomi Daskal. Before that, we heard Torah Hakadosha, and uh, before that, Kiish Echad. Opening up our song segment was Nagila, and of course, opening up the show this morning, Moda Ani by Regish, 7:28 in the morning on a Sunday morning, the 28th of October. The twelfth uh, day in the month of Cheshvan, Matas Weingast with you on a JM Sunday. A stormy few days ahead here in the New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Pennsylvania area where uh, where we're located. And the storm is coming up the uh, eastern seaboard. So it will affect many different locations. A very dangerous storm. The uh, 
governor of New York and the governor of New Jersey both declared a state of emergency already in, uh, to enable them to uh, get certain agencies to act uh, quickly and to put the necessary resources in place. And uh, it'll be up to up to the uh, up to the uh, leaders to determine when and if schools will close. And uh, if you want to know about these schools in our area, make sure that you listen to Nachum tomorrow morning between 6 and 9, 91.1, FM 90.1 in the Catskills, and on the stream, jmtheam.org. He'll give you an update, I'm sure, of all the uh, schools that are going to close, if they do. It all depends, of course, on the exact uh, the exact path of the storm. But either way, they say it's going to be very windy, no matter where you are in the storm. And the winds are going to start picking up today already. So that's where a lot of the danger comes in because you get the power outages and the uh, phone outages because of the uh, because of the wind knocking out poles and things like that. Coming up at 7:30, just a few seconds, we'll hear Rabbi Goldwasser. After that, a half hour solid of Shlomo Kabach music in the commemoration of Shlomo Kabach's 18th yard site this coming Wednesday night. And at 8 o'clock, Ahuva Gray will be joining me. We'll speak about her life and her current uh, lecture series, her lecture tour. And uh, back to music after that, Rivka Abbey at 8.30, talking about her new show on the stream, and then we'll take you up to 9 o'clock. If you missed uh, any of the previous JM Sunday shows, especially last week's Seum, which was great, and I thank again Miriam Alwalik and uh, Nachum Siegel who came out here, uh, especially for the uh, Seum. Very much appreciated, very big surprise. And uh, hey, Nachum did a great job last night also on the Dove Hiken show. He filled in for Dove with uh, Simcha Felder, and uh, Nachum did a great job. He's probably, he's not going to show up today here. That's okay, we gave him the morning off, uh, but, he, but it was great last night. And uh, so you can go to the archives at NachumSiegel.com and uh, click on archives. There's a whole section for JM Sunday. You can see any uh, past, sh- you can hear any past shows that we've had. And uh, you can go to jmtheam.org, get uh, years of programming of JM and the AM. So there's a lot there on the on the stream for you to hear from past shows. want to thank listeners Bambi, Jeff, Mo, Megan, who checked in on uh, Facebook on JM Sunday. If you uh, have a chance, if you have Facebook, like us there. Like the JM page, the JM Sunday page on Facebook, because that's what gets the uh, the page, the like count up on the page. I appreciate everybody who likes the posts, but if you can go to the JM Sunday Facebook page and like that, uh, then that will increase the like total for the page. And uh, at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words of the Zechad Nishmas Rav Zeb, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here's Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. There are three times during the day that we daven to Hashem. We pray in the morning, the afternoon, and in the evening. We learn in Masech the Brachos that the Avos HaKadoshim instituted these prayers in their times. Avraham Avinu established Tfilah Shachris, the morning prayer. Yitzchak Avinu introduced Tfilah Smincha, the afternoon prayer. And Yaakov Avinu established Tfilah Sarvis, or the evening prayer. Not only 
are these three different times of the day itself, but they also represent three tkufas, different periods in the history of Klal Yisrael. Shachris, which is recited in the morning, represents the golden era of our times. Tfilas Arvis, the evening service recited in the night after the sun has set, represents the Tkufa of Shkia, a sinking and decline in the spiritual status of Bnei Yisrael. It is an era of Chorban, exile from our land. Yet, these two phases of sunrise and sunset don't interrupt our Avodah Hashem, our expression of thanks to Hashem for all the good that He has done in the past and our entreaties to Him to help us in the future. Shachris and Arvis, two distinct time periods in the full day, regardless of the circumstances, we bless Hashem. Dovod HaMelech conveys this clearly in Tehillim. Sorav Yogan Emtso, distress and grief I would find, then I would invoke the name of Hashem. I will raise the cup of salvation's Koisi Shois Esso, in the name of Hashem I will invoke. This indicates our obligation to Hashem. Whether we are holding the Kos Yeshua's, the cup of salvations in our hand, and we possess great riches and success, or God forbid, if we're experiencing the opposite, we pray to Hashem. However, there is a third segment of the day, a shorter time period, when the light and the darkness touch. It's designated as Ben Hashmoshos, or twilight, it is actually a time of uncertainty, so to speak, when it's impossible to discern whether it's day or night. Accordingly, if a baby boy is born ben ashmashos, there's a halachic question concerning the actual day of birth and the determination of the day of the bris. This time of day represents our current kufa, a kufa that is mixed up, berbuvia, a time of chaos and confusion, it's impossible for people of this age to distinguish the lines of demarcation that define our obligations. This is the era that Yitzhak perceived from a distance. He saw that camels were coming, which are an allusion to our tkufa. The Torah teaches us that the kosher animal is determined by two factors. It chews its cud and it has split hooves. The camel, though, is one of those creations whose tum and tahara are muddled, because although it obviously chews its cud, it does not have split hooves. This creates some uncertainty and confusion, similar to the period of twilight, where real light and darkness are in transition and blended. In anticipation of this difficult period of time, when it's neither sunrise nor sunset, Yitzchak Avinu implemented the Tfilas Mincha as a tool of combat we learned that prayer at Mincha time is especially effective. May all of our tefillos be answered. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Music by the one and only Shlomo Kalbach here at 8 o'clock in the morning on JM Sunday with Matis Weingast. Hope you're all enjoying. I want to say a shout-out to Michael Bear, who's uh, listening on the stream. He is now. And uh, I want to thank him for listening and uh, all the others who have checked in this morning. It's going to be a stormy day today, that's for sure. For the next three days or so, it's going to be very stormy. And uh, a lot of safety precautions. We're going to get to those in a little bit. We just heard a half an hour of great Jewish music by the one and only Shlomo Kaba, whose 18th yard site is this coming Wednesday night. Hard to believe it's been 18 years. And uh, Nachum will be playing his music for uh, 18 hours straight on the uh, stream starting uh, Wednesday night. JMNAM.org, NachumSiegel.com, going through JM and the AM Thursday morning, continuing uh, straight through. So it'll be a uh, it'll be 18 hours of Shlomo Kalbach music. It is Sunday, the 20th of October, the 12th day in the month of Cheshvan, 5773, and uh, we are very honored this morning to be joined by a very special person who will tell us a bit about her life story and who is currently on a lecture circuit here in these parts of the United States. I want to welcome to the audience Ahuva Gray. Good morning, Ahuva. Good morning, Mattis. How are you this morning? I just had a cup of coffee. Ah, then, <laughs> then, you're in, then you're in better shape than I am. I, I just had a cup of water. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, we were talking about the uh the storm a little bit before that's supposed to impact the uh this area in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut that's already had a tremendous effect heading up the eastern seaboard. But uh I can imagine that this the storm here was probably nothing like the the storm created when you decided to change your whole life around a number of years back. That's a good comparison because, like, it was an earthquake in California that um, helped me make my decision to move to Eris, Israel. Yes, it did. We read about that in one of your books. You have four books, correct, out so far? Yes, that's correct. So in Journey to the Land of My Soul, which is one of the books that you've written, fascinating story, of course. Uh, You talk about that earthquake that woke you up in the the middle of the night and... uh, and you were wondering, what, what is that? And then, if I remember correctly, one of your friends suddenly showed up while you were outside, not used to this. My dear friend, Carol Erickson, uh, very, very close friends, and we're still friends today, just kind of showed up at, at my condominium in, in the San Fernando Valley. Wow. And uh, and from there, you, you went right to... Uh, I think the story goes that you you spoke to your parents at that time right afterwards, and uh, your mother said something like, well, I guess you're moving back home now, and kind of you did, but not the way they thought. (laughs) My mother said, uh, you know, Dolores, she says, I I know you're moving back home, and I could hear my dad in the background saying, is Dolores moving back home to Chicago? And I said, no, Mom, I am not moving to Chicago. I'm moving to Israel, and my mother got very quiet for a second. And then she said this. She said, Dolores, you used to be one of the most obedient children I had. I'm going to put your father on the phone, and perhaps he can talk some sense into you. (laughs) (laughs) And I think if the mother doesn't get you, she puts the dad on the phone. Right, but it seemed like your father uh, was like, well, just be safe and, you know, keep in touch. Yeah, you know what? It was interesting. They they said my dad said, "Calm down." He says, "We'll call you back in a couple of days." And when they called back in two days, because I was at my sister's. And Beverly Hills, my dad said this. He said, Dolores, 
where are you going to live? How are you going to support yourself? And you don't know the language. And I just said, Dad, those are great questions. I have no idea how I'm going to support myself. I have no idea where I'm going to live, and I'll learn the language. <laughs> there was no def- – I'm sorry. I think they just threw up both their hands <laughs> yeah. and gave me their blessings. Right. They, after you all hung up, they probably were like, California, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> What is it done? <laughs> and, right, and there was no nefesh benefesh in those days to uh, That's right. to help That's bring right. people along. But all kidding aside, it, when you when you read your story of when you were going through all this this transition, uh, it really wasn't a storm in the family. Your family was very supportive of this. They have been. It, it's unusual and rare, but my family has, was has been and still is very supportive of my decision, and they are happy that they have a relative living in Jerusalem and goes to the Kotel to Daven, to the Western Wall. Wow, amazing. Now, you've been there for how many years in Israel now? Eighteen years. Wow. So you're certainly not, you're, you're, you're one that can greet all the people coming in and tell them what <laughs> life is like there. You know what? It's interesting because I feel more at home there than the country of my birth. Isn't that interesting? Well, like, like you said, you're, you're home now. <laughs> Right. So, right. Uh, it, it, certainly things change. Uh, right now, you're on a, a lecture circuit, a lecture tour uh, to different uh, communities. You were, I think, in um, in Englewood on Friday at the Mariah School. Am I correct? Although, <clears throat> that was the most incredible group of kids. I, we, had, I think, I had the sixth, seventh, and eighth, and ninth grades. There must have been over 600 and some kids in there. We had an incredible time. They had the most unbelievable questions. Well, I'm sure. What were what was what, what questions stood out in your mind? One of the questions. <clears throat> well, firstly, Rabbi Dreilich, you know, he he gave me an incredible introduction. And then one of the kids, after we got started with the question and answer session, asked me. She says, "Ahuva, are you proud to be a Jew?" And think about that wow. for a second. That is a very you know profound question. And I said to her, "I'm absolutely proud to be a Jew." Wow. But they're very, very, very intelligent kids. And one of the kids came over to me after the question and answer session was over and said he's coming to Israel for his bar mitzvah, and could he, could I visit uh, him and his family while they're there? And I said, of course. Very nice. So Go to my website, and I'll meet you in the old city. Right, absolutely. Now, you, you mentioned your website, and I do, want to, uh, I do want to mention that because it shows your, uh, your tour schedule. Uh, and what is, what is your website? Okay, my website is ahuvagray.com, and ahuva is spelled with the H on the end, and gray is G-R-A-Y. And at the bottom of that opening page, they can go there and click Journey to the Land of My Soul, and it's a four-minute uh, trailer film uh, of a forthcoming uh, documentary of my life story. And anyone that would be interested in making a contribution, they can do so online, and it's protected by PayPal. Excellent. And no contribution too small. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, in a certain way, maybe I'm, I'm, I've never been in the position, so you know, forgive me if I say this and uh, it's, um, it's, it's not correct, but it seems that the, the transition you made in, in converting to Judaism what may have been a little bit easier in the sense that you didn't come from a non-spiritual background looking for some degree of spirituality somewhere and found Judaism. You came from a very spiritual background, uh, and you were a minister for a while, and you were a, a Bible studier, and as you write in your book, you used to spend all night sometimes studying the Bible. Mattis, that's correct. You know, we, we um, were born and raised in Chicago, but every summer our parents sent us to Mount Bayou, Mississippi, 
And my grandmother would say to us at a very early, well, first of all, I learned the book of Psalms, Tehillim, when I was like four years old. And uh, our grandparents would always say to us, you children must learn how to honor God. Now, like at four years old, you don't have a clue of what they're talking about. But even as an adult, every summer I went back to Mount Bayou, Mississippi, because I used to say to myself, if I had one-tenth of what my grandmother has in her life, I, kn- I know my life would be okay. And it's good to know when something's missing in your life. And one visit when I went to her, she was praying. There were Baptists, and when she got to her children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren, she turned up the volume. And I looked at her, and I said, Grandmother, do you still pray like that? Because they were like, she was probably about close to 80 years old. And she said, Dolores, that's the only way I know how to pray. I went back to uh, Los Angeles, California, to the San Fernando Valley, and dedicated my life to prayer. My grandmother, may she rest in peace, as I've traveled the world and I've been privileged to lecture all over the world, Australia, um, all over Europe, London, all over America, all over Canada. And everywhere I lecture, sometimes in restaurants and after lectures and walking down the street, people will say to me, Ahuva, I want you to know I'm saying Tehillim, the book of Psalms, with my children in the merit, in the sukhus of your grandmother. Now, to me, that's a mashahu, because who would have ever thought that an African-American woman from Mount Bayou, Mississippi, who was the daughter of sharecroppers, has Jewish women sing Tehillim psalms with their children. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. W- one of the other uh, things that you mentioned that you uh, did in your journey and in terms of the studying is so relevant, so important, because uh, a lot of people who sit their whole lives in a yeshiva uh, or in a school never, never do this. And you always felt that you, it was important to check the sources. You always wanted to go back and not just study the Bible, but you wanted to um, check and see what, as you said, what the Chazal say and you know, what, what the original was written in Hebrew as opposed to just English translations. And that's so important that many people miss in any circumstance of study. Mattis, that's how I found the image is because, like, the more I studied the Torah, the more discrepancies I found in Christianity. And the last five years uh, before I even knew I was converting, I stopped attending church, and I stopped uh, uh, observing any of the Christian holidays. And I would go and find any book uh, or or anything I could find about um, references. Uh, I I had heard about Rashi, but I certainly couldn't read Rashi's script at that time, but I certainly can today. And I taught my own self the Hebrew alphabet so I could learn how to read the Hebrew uh, scriptures. And it's, it's amazing because, uh, like we said, most people don't think that way in, in terms of having to, to go to those sources and make sure you know the basics in order to be able to understand what's being taught to you. It's very important. When you speak now, uh, since uh, you, you're around here, you've spoken, like you said, all over the world, is there any difference in the focus of your talks, or do you generally just talk about the background, what happened, how things evolved, uh, and bringing yourself up to today? I talk about my background and then bring it up to uh, where I am at today, and then I usually give over my story based upon the audience. I've been public speaking the majority of my life because I was a sales and marketing person for Continental Airlines. I worked for them for 23 years and then took early retirement and started my own travel agency. So I have a way of looking at the audience, kind of scanning, and then giving over my story based upon what I feel their needs are. And I still have openings in my schedule. (laughs) So if Absolutely. anyone is interested in a lecture, they can go to my website, ahuvagray.com, 
and contact me. You can uh, have an email on there. Absolutely. Now, you're speaking next uh, Sunday. Is that your next engagement in this area? Yes, at, at Great Neck, Long Island, uh, Rabbi Lerner, Young Israel. The Young Israel of Great Neck, that's in uh, on Middle Neck Road in Great Neck. I have a phone number here. Contact number is 516 829 516 829 It starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's Sunday, yeah. So it's an early morning. I'm glad we were able to get you in the schedule today uh, so you didn't have to run out to uh, to some other place this morning. Thank uh, you so much. And uh, you were in Passaic, I believe, last week, right? I am in, still in Passaic, New Jersey, with my family that I stayed with here, Dr. Pearl Cornblit and Maury and the oh. kids. And this is like my home away from home because I have my own apartment up in the attic. Nice, I leave please. My books here, my clothes here. Please send them our regards from our family. We will do that. Okay, yeah, Matt. Very nice people over there. Uh, when you are speaking to people either one-on-one or in a group, uh, what do you advise people that are looking to make a major change in their lives, not only with, with converting necessarily, but a, in general a spiritual change if they're going from a less observant to more observant, and they know it's going to be uh, difficult in the family, uh, difficult to do for themselves. What piece of advice do you give them, or pieces of advice do you give them? I advise them to pray and be patient and wait on God. Don't make hasty, irrational decisions, but have a supplement patience with yourself. That's great advice, absolutely. You mentioned uh, in something I read that you, you met with, uh, I believe it was one of the... Uh, one of the, the with Rabbi Eliashev in Israel? Oh, yes. Um, I had two private meetings with Rabbi Eliashev. So that's all. I'm, actually, I'm closing out uh, all of my lectures, this lecture tour, with uh, stories. about. I had over two dozen meetings with Rabbi Eliashev that was set up by his daughter, Rebison Arbach, and I took seminary girls to get brachos for Shadukim, and uh, I spoke to Ataris, uh, Beis Yaakov, and Muncie, and we were all in tears in the room, me and the girls and the teachers as well, when I shared the stories. Wow. And he must have, uh, I'm, I'm sure he received a lot of spiritual strength from you as well. You know, Mattis, I, I don't think the impact of what Hashem has uh, done and accomplished in my life really uh, hit me until Rabbi Eliashiv Satsal was Nefker. I, I don't think I really realized that it. it's something like, you know, I was doing my vote as a shim, my service of a God, um, and just really didn't think much of it. But for a person from my background to have met the Gadol Hador, um, now I'm realizing this was the Ratzon of a shim. Wow. And you are in, uh, in Bayat Vagan in Israel, correct? I live in Bayat Vagan in Jerusalem. Certainly a, a very religious neighborhood. And, it's an uh, incredible day. You know what? A lot of the kids uh, asked me when I first started lecturing at university, university, they would ask me what was it like being African-American living in a Haredi neighborhood, and I'd just tell them that I moved from one black neighborhood to another black neighborhood. <laughs> Very good. Very That's good. a good way of putting it, right? That's absolutely correct. Well, you know, within Judaism, of course, there are many different uh, streams, and uh, Everybody fits in. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's the way it is. Uh, you have, uh, as I mentioned before, four books, uh, In Search of Hidden Treasures, Gifts of a Stranger, My Sister the Jew, which must be very fascinating. I have not read that one yet, uh, but I, I assume it's about your family. And, yeah, uh, that was the first book. All of them can be purchased on Amazon. Great. And yeah. Journey to the Land of My Soul, as uh, we mentioned before. Do you have any others in the offing? 
I, uh, my fifth book is in the computer at home. It's going to be Call Upon Me. It's about Tefila, and I have the 19 uh, benedictions to go. That's it. But this, everything in there is sources because it's Masora. you got to reference everything. So God willing, I'll be able to finish, finish it up at some point uh, to, to, uh, 2013. Absolutely. And, and uh, I won't tell the audience why I'm saying this. I'll have to read one of your books, but I hope you have a printer. Uh, yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm, you know to what I'm referring. I understand what you're referring, of course. Uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hatzlach Haraba on your uh, lecture circuit. When will you be heading back to Israel? I don't leave. I leave from the West Coast on uh, November 13th. Oh, wow. Well, good luck with all of that. And uh, next week is uh, the Young Israel of Great Neck. 236 Middle Neck Road in Great Neck, 516-829-6040. Ahuvagray.com is uh, the website to go to for all the books and uh, for the open engagements that you have, uh, open dates for lecture. And thank you very much for joining us this morning. Mattis, thank you so much. Have a good day. You're welcome. Okay. It is 8.18 in the morning here on a JM Sunday. Thank you. Very much, to Hoover, for joining us. Fascinating story. I encourage you to uh, pick up one or, one or all of her books and read through them. You'll find the story of the printer uh, that I was referring to, which I was referring in Journey to the Land of My Soul. It may have been mentioned in the other books, but I have not read all of those yet. 818 on a Sunday morning in New Jersey, New York area. It is going to be stormy over the next couple of days for sure. The uh, storm Sandy, Hurricane Sandy, is coming up the eastern seaboard and will make its way to us within the next uh, 24, 36 hours. We'll get the heavy winds. A couple of things for those who are listening on this uh, part of the world uh, or who catch us tonight on the stream. By the way, we are repeated. I believe it is at midnight tonight. I'll have to check that out. Uh, yeah, at midnight tonight, JM Sunday repeats. I'll go through the entire schedule a little bit later. Uh, but a couple of things to watch out for, and there's plenty of time to do it today. Just go outside and take a look around your backyards, front yards, porches that are not enclosed, and see if there's anything that could be picked up by the wind, by a heavy wind, and uh, thrown somewhere, because that's where some of the danger comes in. You don't want stuff flying around. Uh, if you have a flag outside, you might want to bring it in uh, because it could whip around and tear off or it could pull the uh, the pole, the stick that it's on if it's attached to the house. Uh, and if you, have, if you don't have uh, some good flashlights, high-powered flashlights, go and get some. And make sure you have batteries. Make sure they work because there is a good chance that there will be power outages. I was very impressed. The uh, utility companies in the areas sent out uh, information emails over the last couple of days detailing how they're preparing for the storm. And uh, a number of them have already said they've learned from the past and they've called in extra crews already as of the weekend so that if there are power outages, the crews will be ready to uh, go in and try to restore power as quickly as possible. But bottom line is the power may still go out to upwards of a million people in this area, they say. It's possible. So you should have your flashlights uh, and certainly have some candles around because the flashlights will only last so long. Make sure that your cell phones are charged. Uh, and uh, as it happens nowadays, a lot of people have the cordless phones at home, and they won't work if the power is out uh, for the most part. So 
uh, unless you have the uh, old-fashioned uh, copper line direct phone, you could be without phone service if you don't have your cell phone charged up. Uh, for those who have Fios, for instance, the uh, the fiber optic lines, uh, it's interesting is that uh, many people forget about this, that it, the line is on a uh, a battery backup when power goes out. And that battery backup, again, only lasts about eight hours, according to uh, Verizon for Fios. So you should be careful. Uh, hopefully there won't be too much damage and... Uh, just make sure that you secure all those loose things that are around. And if you have a lot of leaves also, they say, try to clear them away. Make sure they don't get into the storm drains or into your uh, gutters or leaders because then the water will overflow into areas and could start uh, some more flooding. So I'm sure and hopeful that uh, Hashem will take care of us and we will weather the storm, as the saying goes, and we shall be okay. Uh, coming up uh, in a few minutes, Rivka Abbey will be joining us to talk about her new show on the Nachum Siegel Network. The uh, stream continues today after this show. We have encore presentations throughout the day. Uh, Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock, uh, the stunt show at 10, the uh, Saturday Night Siegel from last night at 11, and 1 o'clock, that's life with Miriam L. Wallach, something to talk about with Randy Wartelsky at 2. The Jewish Reaction with Rabbi Steve Berg at 3. The Z-Report at 4. And the Spin Class with Michael Fragan at 6. The stream continues after that until midnight when J.M. Sunday with me, Matis Weingast, encores. And then uh, at 2 o'clock, the stream continues. And then, of course, J.M. the A.M. tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock on jmtheam.org. Jmtheam is in the midst of its silent fall campaign, fundraising campaign. If you have not yet gone to jmtheam.org and pledged, please do so now, especially especially since we are on the stream and the programming has been tremendous. Uh, it is very, very important to support jmtheam through the fall campaign at this time. It's a silent campaign. You know that uh, usually... Who's, who wrote this? Somebody wrote this uh, on, the, on the web, and I don't remember who wrote it, but said that when I'm on JM Sunday, I'm, I'm unplugged and... Oh, yes, I remember. I think Robert Katz put it in one of the promo, promos. I'm without my calculator that I usually have during the JM of the A marathon. Uh, but this is the silent fall uh, campaign, year-end campaign. So please go to jmtheam.org. Make your pledge so we can continue another great year of Jewish programming on the stream. Let's see what else I have here. It is right now 8.23 in the morning. It's 57 degrees out. I can tell you, I don't know the exact details, and I don't think that the meteorologists know the exact details, but between now and Wednesday, it's going to be a lot of rain, a lot of wind. So just be careful. And you may not have school for those uh, who are in school now. You may not be able to go to work for those who have to go to work. Make sure you listen to JM and AM tomorrow morning. Nachum will give you an update on what's happening. We're going to go to some music now. Uh, you know what? You think we should? I think we're going to do this. We're going to go to another uh, Rabbi Shlomo Kabach tune, Lamanachai, a very, very famous tune of his. 
on this Sunday morning. Thanks for listening, everyone, at JM Sunday.
Shmuel Brazil with Uvne here on JM Sunday, 8.32 in the morning. A nice morning so far, a bit cloudy, but it's going to turn stormy within the next uh, few hours and over the next couple of days. So make sure that you are tuned to JM in the AM tomorrow morning to find out the latest on what will be happening with schools, school closings, and uh, transportation out there. As I mentioned before, make sure that you've uh, taken in anything that could be thrown around in the wind, blown around in the wind, and uh, make sure that you're safe. Make sure that you have flashlights, batteries that work, candles, and your cell phone charged. A lot of things going on today. Hopefully, they'll all get in before the uh, storm. A lot of things on the community calendar. You can go to NahumSiegel.com. And uh, check on the community calendar. You can find out about the uh, open houses for different schools. Uh, Maya Note has its open house. MTA, Central uh, have open houses today. And uh, a lot of other events happening here in the area. Our stream continues after 9 o'clock with a number of Encore presentations. We mentioned those before. And we're looking forward to a new show hitting the stream very shortly hosted by the one and only Rivka Abbey, who joins me this morning. Good morning, Rivka. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You ready for the storm? Um, I think so. I live in Manhattan, and it's not supposed to hit too hard here, so I'm not too worried. That's good. That's good. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe it'll uh, be a topic of your first show. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. It could be. Right. Now, um, we're anticipating that your first show is going to be uh, this coming Tuesday. Uh, however, uh, the uh, schedule managers on the stream tell me that uh, there's a possibility it won't. It depends on the weather. So we're going to have to wait and see, and uh, certainly Nachum will be announcing it over the next uh, two days. That is correct. It's, it, it's really, really horrible when people can't get down to the studio, so we might have to push it off by a week. But right. but Hopefully what, it will be this week or next week, so absolutely. I'll keep everyone posted. Now, remind everybody, whenever the show starts, the uh, show is going to be called Teen Spirit with Rivka Abbey, and what is the focus of the show? Um, the main idea is obviously to reach out to teenagers, so I'll be discussing um, exciting topics, fun topics, maybe even some controversial topics, um, serious topics that really relate to teens and teens feel that they can connect to and um, they'll be interested in. And your uh, focus group uh, will be literally the teenage years through high school or even post-high school? Um, basically, the teenage years through high school, but, you know, maybe a couple years younger and maybe a couple years older for specific topics. What would you say uh, are the hotbed topics right now? What's on teens' minds these days? Um, well, teens are always worried about, um, their social, I guess, atmosphere and stuff like that. So there's, like, social media, um, even issues with, like, social media on Shabbos, um, that a lot of teens struggle with. And then there's, the like, obviously all the, like, physical conditions that, like, uh, teens struggle with, like, drug abuse and smoking, eating disorders. Um, and then just, like, the things that teens don't get enough of, like, sleep and, um, Eating properly, you know, like teens sometimes forget that they need to take care of their bodies. Um, so, I don't know, I guess those are issues that teens are struggling with. Absolutely. And I think coming from another teen, uh, perhaps your show and the things that you have, the discussions that you have in there will have a, a greater impact on other teens because of the, uh, the where it's coming from. I hope so. I mean, I think I'm going to be talking to myself 
a lot of these shows as well. I definitely don't get enough tweets and um, deal with those things as well. So, you know, I'll, hopefully I'll have some people out who can give me some advice. Absolutely. Uh, so we're, we're looking forward to that. That's going to be on Tuesdays uh, at, six, at 7 p.m. Uh, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays at yes. 6 p.m. Okay. Uh, and uh, that will be uh, hopefully starting this week, but, but perhaps it might be off by, a, uh, by another week. We shall see. Rivka Abbey, thank you for joining me this morning, and I uh, wish you good luck. You're welcome. Thank you. Actually, I just realized I may have been mistaken. It might be 7 p.m., but I don't have the schedule right in front of me. I thought it was 6 p.m., but you probably know just as well as I do, so... Well, I I have here in front of me, as you can hear, the official Nachum Siegel Network uh, schedule, the latest schedule, and it does in fact have you on at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Well, that is 7 p.m. Okay. You got it. And an encore on Thursdays as part of the stream at uh, looks like 4, 4 p.m. PM? Yes. Exactly. Okay, I, did, I wasn't that crazy. I got half of it right. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Thank you so much, Rifka. We look forward to hearing you when you're on. Enjoy. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Rifka Abbey here on JM Sunday, and we look forward to her show starting uh, either this week or next week. Please uh, keep tuned to the stream. Listen to Nachum in the morning, tomorrow morning, jmandtheam.org. And don't forget to go to jmandtheam.org and make a pledge. It's our uh, silent end-of-year campaign uh, fundraising for JM and the AM. Very, very important to support JM and the AM. So you have this great programming on the stream continuing. We're going to go to some more music, and uh, let's see, 8.38 in the morning. We'll get in another 20 minutes or so of music before we hit the stream with uh, encore presentation, starting with The Book of Life with Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock. Thanks for listening, everyone.
as we listen to the strains of Shlomo Kabach here on JM Sunday. I want to thank all of you for joining me this morning. Thanks to Ahuva Gray for being my guest this morning, talking about her lectures and her books and her life story. She can be reached at ahuvagray.com. And thanks to Rivka Abbey for joining me this morning. Stay safe out there. Don't take a chance uh, with this storm approaching the uh, the northeast. And... Uh, and I'm sure that uh, things will go smoothly, I hope, for most people. Hashem will be with us. The stream continues uh, today, starting right after the show at uh, 9 o'clock with Charlie Harari, Book of Life, a lot of encore presentations, and continuing right through uh, to JM and the AM tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. with Nachum Siegel. He'll be carrying you throughout the week. Have a great week, everyone. Looking forward to seeing you next week on JM Sunday.